This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Hey, and Friends is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine OPI show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Dave's an elite athlete. Irregardless is a word now. Bubonic Plague 2020. My brush with a A-list movie star. And a clip from our interview with a stunt woman, Janine Carlton. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. RadioMisfits.com. Hey, the following is the Tony Lozano Podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is our anniversary show. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here that, uh, from the beginning of time, from our first season... The young us. ...to now. Untainted by the world. And even some stuff you haven't even heard. I miss young Tommy. (laughs) Yes, we're going to have homemade pudding... Uh, we're going to have questions. Young Tommy had many questions. Tommy has answers. Uh, and we're even going to have Twinkies, Ooh. if you guys remember that. That was one of my favorites. We're also going to have a never-before-heard quiz about TV shows. So you'll hear that as well. Yeah. But to kick it off, we're going to start out this uh, extravaganza with um, our first episode. So enjoy that. Hi. Well, welcome to the And Friends podcast. You may know us from other podcasts. Tony Lasano's podcast, Lasano and Friends. But today it's just us friends. This is weak. <laughs> we gotta we gotta try again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Samuel, just, that just You were very unsure. You were really unsure of yourself and it it came through. I think we just need to give it one more go with a little more direction from the start. Get some pizzazz in this. Let, let me try again. Welcome to the first episode of And Friends. We have a great show for you. In the right corner, we have... Kimmy! Yeah, in the left corner, we have... Tommy! In the center, floating above everything, we have Sam. Hey, welcome to And Friends, a show all about those conversations you have just with your real friends. First off, I'm Tommy, VO nerd slash VO actor, also regular nerd slash regular actor. Uh, Likes include EDM and reptiles. Dislikes include milk and wind. Up next. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm a Chicago suburb native, but I live in Chicago now. I work in the radio industry around here. I'm a big fan of uh, history, video games. I have a cat named Victoria. She's the queen of all queens. And uh, I usually like to play uh, devil's advocate unintentionally. And I'm Kimmy. I, like most people, love The Office. My cat is named Beasley after Pam Beasley. Yes, I love it. I have quite a few tattoos and ideas to create a sleeve because I like to disappoint my mother and ruin my temple. And my free time, I enjoy making art, basically painting some crappy paintings. Or just window shopping trips I could never afford. Who's Pam Beasley? The Office, man. If you don't know The Office, we're going to have to sit down and watch all nine seasons right now. I feel like disappointing our parents has become the national pastime of our generation. Like, that's kind of been our anthem. Yeah, I continuously do it. I just pop up next time I visit her and be like, hey, here's a new piercing. Here's a new tattoo. Here's a new something on my body that is taming my or tainting my temple. I've been managing to disappoint my mother for a lot longer with zero tattoos and piercings. Like, it's it's been hard, but I've been managing. I'm surprised this disappointment, though, because if it's just a common thing now, it should just be expected. Not the disappointment part, but it should just be like, you know... That's just how you are. Way to play devil's advocate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got a great show lined up for you. Let's get into it. Let's do this. (laughs) I I have a type of food that I I made the other day, and I want to know everyone's opinion on it. Uh, I made tapioca pudding. Homemade tapioca pudding. How does that compare to like like Jell-O brand tapioca pudding? It is Jell-O brand tapioca pudding. Oh. How is it homemade then? Yeah. I made it in my home. Wait. What do you mean you made it? I'm confused. I made the jello. I got the jello pudding out of the packet and I made I made it in oh, my home. Oh, so you had a box of it. Two boxes. Oh, Samuel. What? You made it seem like you made this from scratch. I did. 
Yeah, you said homemade tapioca pudding. That's like saying homemade Betty Crocker chocolate cake. <laughs> but you still make it in your home. Um, the dip- It's not homemade. It is, it's, yeah. You got it out of a box. <laughs> That's a boxed way of making it. Hey, it took me time to make this tapioca pudding. It was pretty good. But you had directions, right? It was a pretty good time. I don't want to minimize your accomplishment here, Samuel. I really don't. But you, <laughs> you just, I feel misled. Yes. You can't say homemade. This isn't homemade. This is a box packet. You made it at home. How about you say that? In my home, I homemade it. Anyways, I made tapioca pudding. I like tapioca pudding. Do you guys like tapioca pudding? (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I mean, I feel like I prefer vanilla pudding. If I have to choose, I would say the better is to go to a China buffet and getting those, even though you can easily make it at home, I've never done it. You get that, uh, I don't know what pudding. Sam did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what pudding. God damn it. I don't know, guys, but it's so good. Oh. And I'm dreaming about that now. And well, maybe we'll I can out. make it quote unquote homemade. Yeah, we'll find out next week on another episode of And Friends. That sounded like a, like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kimmy, we have a special treat for you today in one of our segments. Tommy, would you like to reach underneath your desk and uh, grab one please. of the treats that's on your right side? Oh, I was going to say, please don't bring it. It's part of anything. Taste Testers. We're going to taste something today. Ooh, taste it! <laughs> we knew you've never had one of these before, so we thought we'd all taste it. I haven't had one in a really long time. What Tommy, um... Don't want those. I don't want it either, but we're going to eat it. <laughs> Wait, then why do I have to eat it? If I've never had it, and you guys are both saying you don't want it. It is a delicious Twinkie. Or, as I like to call them, Twinkies. You know, they concern me, Twinkies, because they were gone, but everyone's like, if apocalypse happened, they would be the only thing that would last, so why does one want to eat something that doesn't, like, expire? Because it's made by Hostess, and Hostess has the mostest. Well, I've gone so far um, 24 years without eating one, so why do I need to eat one? What? Because it's taste testers. Come on. I'm, I already opened mine. <sighs> I mean... That's a weird question. I want to talk about your question. <laughs> My uh, question? Of why would you want to eat something that doesn't expire? It's yeah. more like, why would you risk eating something that does when there's something that you know isn't expired? All right, so we're all going to take a bite on the count of four. It hey, looks uh, so greasy in there. Like, it look, wait, it's greasy? Well, like, look at it. It's moist up against oh, the no. wall. So is that grease or condensation? I think it's, it's condensation. moist. It's, it's, just, it's a, just a moist cake. It's just a moist, yeah. I really would just, laugh if someone cake. hates the word moist and we just keep saying moist. They said the most hated word in the... Or phrase in the English language is moist floppy flaps. <laughs> moist floppy flaps? It's the most cringe-inducing phrase. Oh, moist that's, that's the greatest phrase ever. It makes me just want to say it five times fast. Moist right. floppy flaps. Moist floppy flaps. Moist floppy flaps. MFF. Moist floppy flaps. All right, on the count of four, we'll all take a bite. Oh, I don't, I don't even have it open. I don't like cream filling. What type of... I do remember there was a history thing. They used to have banana filling, I think. They have a, they have a whole bunch cream? of different yeah, flavors. Yeah, like the original yeah. one was supposed to be, but then they switched to... What? Vanilla. It smells oh, wow. like cake batter. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly what it smells. I was trying to place is this it. A, is this just a fucking cake? It smells good. Yeah, it's a little... It smells, smells nice. It's ten individually wrapped cakes. I like that, that there's three yeah. holes in the bottom. Like it's somebody a just shoves golden them. sponge cake with creamy filling. That's where they injected the creamy filling. <laughs> Look, that's I just noticed the, the, the mascot Twinkie the Kid. Yeah, he's a little cowboy. That's... Oh, God. Look at him. He knows he's the worst. Hey... He knows he's disgusting. Yeah, he's a little I sweetheart, though. I just want to rip though. this in half, but I know we have to take a bite out of it. The only Hostess product I really enjoy is the donuts. But donuts? Yeah. I like, um... The, but they always make it look like you did cocaine on your pants because of all the white powder. Yeah. I'll do some of the donuts. Dude. I use those a lot in, like, the mornings when I travel. Are you ready to try these? Uh, I don't want I mean, all right. let's just keep talking more on different I, things. On the count of four, we'll take a bite. Wait, One. Hang on. What do you mean on... Why four? Who the <laughs> fuck says that? Not five, not three. Are you talking about doing a one, two, three now? No, one, two, three, four, bite. What? So we're biting on five, technically. But we're counting no. to four. Bite on four. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, bite? No, one, two, three, four, bite. Oh, no, bite God. on four, Kimmy. Don't go with him. <laughs> what if I just bite on five? The complete opposite of everything. We'll all be biting at different times. If you bite on five, you're with him. No. no he's like going on four. I'm counting. Oh, wait. I'm biting on the count of four. She's biting on five, and you're biting on the count of three. 
Wait, so he's going to count one, two, and then bite? And then you're going to do one, two, three, and No, bite? that would be this, biting on the count of two. talking about it wrong. On the count of three would mean on three. One, two, three, bite. Bite, yes, exactly. But that's, yeah, that's on the count of three. No. Yes, because you're counting to three. <laughs> no, on the count of three would be one, two, three. Like, then that, that's when you do it. All right, ready? You ready? I'm ready. One, two, three. Okay, the cake itself is not bad. I don't like mm. this filling. I don't like the filling either. It's so much is the problem. Oh, well. It's like when you get one of those, um, like, store-bought cupcakes, and you ate too much of the bottom, and now there's just, like... A pile of icing sitting on a very small amount of muffin. And it's very lukewarm, so it's like... It's that never a good temperature. It's, and it's a lemon cake, too. Isn't it? I mean, I'll eat the outside of the cake part. Well, I know, I'm like, I'm enjoying the cake itself, I just don't want that filling. I, you could stick your finger in and just, like, finger it out. Well, you oh, gotta, that's the worst. You gotta, you gotta be ready for the filling, you know? Just a little build-up to the filling, you know? Can I just like squeeze you gotta it out? got to prime yourself. I'm going to try squeezing it out, guys. Do it. Is anything coming out? I don't see anything. Yeah, shake it a little bit. <laughs> just shake the Twinkie. Yeah, come on out. Shake the Twinkie. Something <laughs> might come out. Nothing's coming out of it. Oh, it's geez. not going anywhere. Oh. Give me a massage. It. <laughs> I feel like I am. Did the Twinkie have whiskey earlier? Aw. No, I'm just destroying this Twinkie oh, so badly. No. I swear this never happens. You broke the Twinkie. <laughs> Poor um, Twinkie. My conclusion of eating this is now it sucks. <laughs> Minus the cake. This filling sucks. It's like what I expected. Yeah, I don't I, I never got why Twinkies are so big. I feel like I've also just developed an intolerance for sweets at this point. Mm. Like I cannot do as much sweet. I feel like maybe if I was younger if when I tried this, I might have I might have liked it more. Yeah, still. I just I think maybe you have to be introduced to it when you're young. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's but it, it makes its money on that nostalgia. Mm. I just want the cake. Like, can we just say fuck the filling? Yeah, we can all say we it. Let's all say it right now. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck the, the filling. filling. There we go, yeah. Can beautiful. we just get like a sponge cake for next week? Yeah. Cause that would be nice. That's what we all want right now is a sponge cake. Yeah, let's get a sponge cake. What's a sponge cake? It's what this is without the filling. It's great. Have you ever had a sponge cake? I never really got to do too many like sweets or like things like what you guys know is over this past few years of knowing Tony, I've tried cereals that I never had before because I never had Cocoa Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles. I never had. The only thing I ever had was Captain Crunch, um, Honey Nut Oats, and uh, wheat, uh, the little wheat thin, not nah, like little wheats the wheat, squares. Wheat, mini wheats? Wheaties. Frosted, yeah, mini frosted wheats. Frosted mini wheats. Those I like, are the only I, ones. I like frosted mini wheats. I like the blueberry frosted mini wheats. Mm. I like never had um, those. I like to just eat them with my hands dry. Oh. I don't like them wet. Duh. They get weird wet. You don't like them wet? You oh, like them dry? I, I like them wet. I like them a little damp. I mean, they, they, they might go down better. It's nice to have a little moisture. Always. Doing a Always weird nice winking. to have a little more. That's why they sell them in tubes. That's why they sell them in tubes? Are they protected? Hopefully. I don't know if it's so much a tube as a shaft. Mm. No, that's what it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> so in this segment, I ask questions that I have been too afraid to ask other people. So I ask an audience of all 11 of you. Uh, I worry. This is more of a fear of mine, and I'm asking for a friend. Am I masturbating wrong? Samuel, take this one. Uh, you don't know? How are, how, are, how, are you, how are you doing it? We've talked about your boyfriend's masturbation a lot. <laughs> that wasn't on air, though. That wasn't? <laughs> no. I thought we've, record, we, we've recorded at least one no, point. We haven't talked about his... <laughs> Let down. You know what's funny, though? <laughs> we could talk about his masturbation all we want to because I don't know if he listens. Well, no, but that's a good reference. Actually, he gave me an okay to talk about our sex life, like, completely. Like, well, I have an okay, that's, so... That's a good reference. So maybe we could help out Tommy. Tommy, what do you think you're doing wrong? I'm just not... 
it there's no specific part I feel is wrong. It, I don't. All right, look. I, <laughs> Are you just ashamed of it? No, I think we talked in the last episodes about this, about how I don't use lotion and I don't see a use for it. I'm not. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm and not I asked sliding. Him if you guys used a socks before, like off the air. I don't think anyone's used this a sock since like American Pie. Doesn't seem too old. How old is American Pie? It's gonna uh, be like coming up on twenty years. Two thousand nineteen ninety nine. All right, never mind. Then continue. So what? That's what you think you're doing wrong. I am I not supposed to be gripping it? I have lotion right here. I think you're Ooh. fine. It also it's stress relieving lotion. I think wow. it'll be double stress relieving. I'll suddenly <laughs> use lotion. <laughs> it will make you feel so good. Use it during finals time, man. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not during an exam. Not during an exam. That'd be uncalled for. But, I mean, everyone would know that you smell nice and not, like, <laughs> jizz smell. Yeah, but what, everyone would want to know why his hands smell really nice. Why does your right hand in your crotch smell like <laughs> eucalyptus? <laughs> you know, my boyfriend, actually, he uses Axe everywhere on his body, but down to wash his genitals. He uses my, like, stress-relieving and, like, scentsy stuff. I'm like, what? He's like, so my junk smells nice for you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this are is you for you. Me? I do this for you. <laughs> I've seen him use it, too, and I'm kind of like... It smells really? like Daisy Field. It tastes like lotion. <laughs> why? Why is why is her boyfriend like suddenly Russian? I was more going with like a New York construction worker oh. vibe. Yeah. It's for you. I made Come this on. for you. Okay. It's for you. Forget about it. You know what I'm I think it's better grip. What do you use, Samuel? Wait, what nothing. You, what's better grip? But doesn't it get dry? Are you saying better My boyfriend grip? like says something about the dryness. Can you guys not have a dry? Do you, like how do you do it? I'm a moist guy. Yeah, you sweat Wait, it out. Wait, dicks get moist. Everything gets moist. Everything. I'm so lost on. Have that. you ever sweat before? I mean, yes, but it's I don't a, have. The crotch is a sweaty area. That's true. This is like my the sex toy box, but in replace, we're just talking about our genitals. And anytime you don't have a sex toy box, let me know. I'll come up with a brand new sex question. Oh, God. That's um, a Tommy's sex question. <laughs> okay, but how is it, like, moist when you're using your hand? Won't it, like, dry it out, like, rubbing? Friction creates well, no, no, because you're not Friction rubbing. Friction creates heat. When so, you have heat, you sweat. So here's the difference. So your dick sweats? You're rolling the skin over... As opposed to just rubbing. So with the lotion, you kind of get you get like a loose wrap around. You, you sort of it? form a hole. <laughs> I do not. Wrap around. <laughs> you just loosely wrap around it and form a little hole with your hand, and then move that up and down. Whereas with this, you kind of grip a little and you use the penis to aid the penis. I would just like to describe that he's visually showing me also. Not I'm with his member. Giving visual here. representation. <laughs> well, no, you use the tools you're given. Yeah. As, um, I'm just, I feel lucky to be circumcised. I don't want to get too much into my sex life, so I don't want to add ask questions that could lead to learning more. Because Are you circumcised? <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said that. <laughs> You an advocate? Are you going to go marching down the street saying, I'm lucky to be circumcised. Recognize me. I have zero smegma. That's I have true. zero smegma ever. He's looking my eyes. Like, you uh. looked into my eyes. And you <laughs> Are you circumcised? <laughs> Samuel, I now feel I have to ask. Are you circumcised? Of course I am. I was born in the 90s. <laughs> I, was, I was born Catholic, so it was 50-50, right? Uh. I don't remember if we usually circumcised. It was doctor approved back then. Now you have a choice. <laughs> I have a choice. I find it. I find it odd. I got a. I have a friend who recently shared something um, from yeah. like a anti circumcision activist group. Uh huh. They were like, "You should make that decision on your own when you're an adult." And I'm like, "But you would just." You would feel everything, like the healing process. You think babies like. don't feel that? Okay, at least you're a baby. You can forget that. You have when you're zero older, memory you're of You're going to have the memories of yeah. cutting your skin. And moreover, imagine at age 30, your genitals change. That's got to be alarming. Could that be the reason people have curvature in their peens? No. What do you mean? Like, you know... Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to the pre-show ramble. Pre-show talking. Like we, you guys before, were talking about the curvatures. Yeah, before the show, we were talking about curvatures. Yeah. Could the fact of someone's peen get cut be the reason someone has curvature? Because no. Well, you're not. You're not cutting the. <laughs> 
So to explain circumcision to Kimmy and anyone else who doesn't know what it is, there's an additional <laughs> mound of skin known as the foreskin. That's all they remove. Sometimes it, doctors botch it and it really but sucks. It's like, it looks, well, that would suck. It does. But when it's hard because it like stretches it because then it gets all stretched out. They don't stretch it. It's already it's already malleable. But it's not like not like it's stretched out. But when you guys get a boner, like the skin gets stretched out when you are um, it doesn't pull circum- tight. I mean, like, there's still. What if they made it to where it was too close at one end? Could that be the reason for like a curve at one side? Because oh, they kind of sewed it close together. Well, do you together think it's then? like pulling like a mask? Like it's just. <laughs> I can't. It's. The, I don't think it's pulling quite that <laughs> like, tight. Like if I was like to have it to where my hair was getting sewn down this way, and then my neck was forever stuck upwards instead of being normal like this because it was sewn that way. So <laughs> I mean- <laughs> if I lived upside down for the first three years of my life, do you think I could get upside down erections? All erections are upside down. Wait. What do you... What? So I could get a right side up erection. It would be a sad erection. (laughs) Why... (laughs) I'm just imagining a future sex partner being like, why do you look disappointed? (laughs) Jesus. I'm trying to visualize your explaining in my head, and it's kind of disturbing. Yes, visualize. I the don't penis. want to. Oh my god! I yeah. This should just be over now. We're done. It's a good well, thing we don't have an HR department. That was a great question. <laughs> this is a great way that was to great. end the show. That right? turned out a lot better than I expected. How much time did we spend on talking about penises? About five, can we get, five minutes. Can we get a clock on exactly how much time we spent talking about specifically my penis? I want to. <laughs> I want a full count. By next week, how's the, the uh, beatups things coming along? The Buffalo oh, Wild Wings? right, because we're gonna yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna lose my virginity yeah. in the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, well, I have to get a legal prostitute. So, hey, is tough. that what this this segment is sponsored by Dubs? Because of yeah, it's sponsored by legal prostitution, also known as escorts. If you combine legal prostitutes and Buffalo Wild Wings, you just get Hooters. That's right. This sponsored by Hooters. Oh, hi, Daddy. Oh. That got sexual real fast. You know, I don't understand how women could call their boyfriends daddy. I tried it, and I was like, nope, we're done. I have not met a woman who calls their boyfriend daddy. Oh, I do. Not once have I ever been called daddy, and, you know, I kind of want to be. No. It makes it really awkward, because you just stare at each other. You just stare at each other, and you're just like... It seemed like she used it as as not for, like, a boyfriend, but for a casual thing. And I'm like, that, I don't know. I guess that could be a different feeling. Casual thing? Yeah, just for they just met up for casual sex. Uh, oh, this is so weird. I I, I hate also when my friends because my mom does it and my friends do it because they do it with their pets. But they're like, "Oh, look, your mommy and your daddy or grandma," and I'm just oh, like, "That's that's uh, pets is fine." I have no it's problem so with much weirder to to act like you're your pet's parents than it is <laughs> to do anything with the with the sex side of the daddy thing. I if you uh no, it's so gross. What? Because you because you ripped away your pets from their own parents. It's just it's just weird. I just find it weird. I find it weird because I'm like my well, my mom also knows I don't want kids, so she thinks of it like this is my only grandchild i have to take it where i can (laughs) this is the closest thing i get so she's just like i'll watch my grand kitty and i'm like stop okay okay grand kitty is kind of cute but (laughs) that's an adorable name it is but it's just so funny she'll be like go to mommy and i'm like the fuck she can walk herself she doesn't need to like be said like go to mommy this is your first steps Weird, but it's it's okay. Is it weird how much weirder the word mommy is than daddy? <laughs> like, da- like okay. I, I, I'm personally not comfortable with daddy, but I don't know anyone who's comfortable with it's mommy. It's because daddy has been used oh. more as sexual terms, and it's becoming so normalized of being like, yes, daddy. And you're like, why? And because then I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't get yes. it. And I get like that crinkled, like animated smile. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, you know it. Even the lesbian a, community uses yes, daddy, instead of yes, mommy. What? Well, why? Because, you know, you know it's probably thing. the way that our generation's been raised, I was going to say, daddy has been used be more that. as a fact of sexual things. Like, I don't call my dad daddy. I call him dad. Because yeah, I, I call just my dad can't. daddy. Mm. I'm like, hey, daddy, come pick me up at the train station, <laughs> daddy. You say that right and on I the phone it, so it, everyone can yep. hear and think that I you're talking. exactly like that, yes. Think that talking to your pimp. Mhm. You think you think I look like I have a pimp? 
Yeah. That's the first thing that people think when I'm on the phone with my father is like, that man has a pimp. <laughs> that man has a pimp. Are you saying I look like a street whore? In street clothes. I mean, like, you're, I mean, you know, this is your this is your day-to-day outfit. Plain clothes. What? Plain clothes, sucker. Plain clothes. And you're tossing out In the disguise. word daddy like it's freely like, yes, daddy, okay. meet me at the corner. Okay. Menacing face or whatever face you described you to have while you say it. Uh-huh. Now, it's like the face from the uh, classic animated Leviosa, if you ever saw that on YouTube. Oh, wow. Yes. Wait, a, it's a blasty from the pasty. Yeah, it's a deep cut right there. Tony's going to edit that and be like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm on the same page because I don't know what that one is. Oh, I'll send it to you. It's a great. Send great it to bit. Tony don't. so he can then be disturbed too. <laughs> send it to the world so those who don't know can learn. Well, this will not be posted on our social media yeah, no. later. <laughs> I I knew kids growing up who like in like high school were calling their parents mommy and daddy. <laughs> oh sweet Jesus. Hey. That was hard. <laughs> hey, we'll be right back. Stick around. It's true. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And you sound full of energy for some reason, Howard. What's going on? That's because we've got sportscaster Vince Cellini. Golf Channel, CNN veteran. He's seen, he's done it all, and we're going to have a great talk about whether sports is going to come back or not. And great advice for getting me through the COVID and staying in shape. Vince Cellini, next on Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I wanted to do another parody of uh, the other shows, like how they have their commercials. What if? What? But I couldn't think of one. I don't want to bash on the car guys because they've never done anything to us. You know. We can wing it and make fun of them and free kicks at the same time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, I, I, I'm Lou Costable, and and I'm the guy from Free Kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you just go, what the hell? And we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, this is, this is, you know, we do the car guys report. Or at least I do the car guys report. And allegedly, I have a name and do free kicks. <laughs> That's right. And we're here to tell you to listen to our shows, free kicks. And the car guy report. That's right. Right here on opishows.com. Part of the Radio Misfits. Oh, and hey, you know, just a little shout out there too. Those guys, the and Friends guys, oh, they're great. Oh, we love their podcast, isn't that oh, right? I love to, I love to listen to it while I watch football. Yeah, that's right. And I like to listen to it while I'm in my car. And you guys should listen to that too. Maybe uh, even a bit more than our podcast. You know, you could listen to that one first and then come to ours. I feel really safe. In that the guy from Free Kicks is really far away and due to the virus <laughs> cannot catch a flight to come over here. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to come over to my place and kick my door down. I'm going to kick Sam Greenberg's ass. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, it's a replay as we talk all about the new Chevy Corvette C8, as only the Car Guys Report can do. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me, Lou Costable, and our man in the field, Roger Rexrode, as we revisit part one of this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, we talk about the English Premier League and the top four teams in the league every year qualify for the Champions League. So there's a battle at the end of the season, Adam. Yeah. It's looking pretty exciting right now, isn't it? Really good. Lots of games left, all fighting to get into that top four. So we'll break down each of those teams on this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. <laughs> You fucked up the script. Yeah. You fucked up the script. I didn't fuck up my part of the script. Well, you led into something that doesn't exist. Uh. <laughs> you didn't read ahead. Sorry. You expected that I did my job, and that was your fatal flaw, Sam. Okay, it's, it, look, it's creating quality content either way. You know, you know, th- th- they're listening, and they're just hearing us flounder like fish out of water. 
So. Oh, are we keeping this? Oh, this is all staying in. Are we in. keeping this? You know he doesn't edit stuff out. He doesn't edit you're anything right. anymore. Tony and doesn't yeah, edit. And you're still going into this. Oh, well, what else am I supposed to do? I, he hasn't changed it. I feel like there's sirens going off in my head of the chaos of what is happening. Like, meh, 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 meh. It's like my brain right now. I'm like, shut up. It's a burning building and only the paramedics arrive. Yeah, right. This week's sponsor is the inevitable collapse of society. Oh, doesn't even change it. Doesn't even change it. He's like, fuck it. What do you want me to do? I, I type things no, and, no, and no, no, I'm no. hearing like, oh, you can you can hear when he types on the on the keyboard. Now I now I don't want to type because granted, of that. Now nobody said that. Absolutely no one said that. You made that you, one up. You shut your mouth. Tony <laughs> said to me. This is the he episode has said where to me that apart. he can hear it every time I type. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Why do we fight? We don't fight. We never fight. We're best friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we haven't fought that much today. No, we haven't fought much today. No, no, we were fine today. Yeah. No, see, Tommy hasn't pissed me off. He hasn't picked yeah, on me as I much think, today. I think, Tommy, I think I've pissed off Tommy more this episode. He just says things wrong. I yeah, that's words are hard. Yeah, it's called comedy. <laughs> you also said it's a called phrase. Out, wrong. It's called outdated early twentieth century comedy. But it's not intentional, so no. Sometimes you just do. You just just doing it wrong. Thanks. <laughs> I get in a fight loft, often about tipping. So I feel like it's opinions that really heavily because I have friends that strongly believe that you shouldn't. So it gets in a debate because she gets so heated. So there's that fight that happens because she's so strong on her opinion that she's more focused on changing my opinion. I feel like than anything. I think um, which goes into debate. It gets hard once you dig your heels in, and it's just like I'm right and no one else is right. And when you know when the discourse really breaks down and like both sides can't really talk to each other anymore. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Is that a Bill Cosby impression? No, it's from what is it like? Some hand Johnny. I don't remember. That's a really dude. It's a western movie. It's an outdated. Mm. Cool hand Luke. What? we've got here is failure to communicate. The guy's white. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Why? Hey. Huh. Didn't even go there. It's Jesus. cool handling. You were going. You shut up. I feel like we talked about fighting in some ways, but we didn't talk about fighting physically. Oh, that's true. I don't do that. Well, then you just easily sum that up in freaking one sentence. What about you? Do you fight physically? I have avoided physical violence uh, for for several years now. Wait, I, several as as years. I prefer. Yeah, no. I'm more questioning on what was why why only several years now. Like what happened beforehand? Violent child. I don't believe that. Actually, I do believe that. Now. Somewhere around like tenth grade, I was like realizing a, a a bad pattern there, and I was like, okay, time to nip this. In the bud. So now you just verbally assault people. Yeah, I really mellowed out, but then it became very passive-aggressive, yeah, and I just... Yeah. It's not even passive-aggressive. It's active-aggressive. It's just completely with my words. <laughs> just See, became more of an asshole. See, now you went from fighting physically to fighting verbally. Well, more just like trying to... Discourse. Yeah. Discourse. Well, y- you know what else is creative? This quiz I have for you in this installment... Of I made up quizzes so we can talk about something. Okay. I'm ready to go. Give me the questions. Right. I okay. undefeated. So so we all know television, right? <laughs> Probably more now than ever, right? All of us are sitting inside watching TV and stuff. So I thought I, familiar with the concept. Yes. So I thought it would be interesting if we see which sitcom was real, and which one was a crackpot full of Frasier's misunderstandings about his own reality. Okay. What? I said okay, but I yeah. said okay. So I'm going to give you, you have to guess which one of the sitcoms is real, all right? So. Okay. The first one is, which sitcom is real? Mr. Smith, the sitcom about an orangutan who becomes a political advisor. B, Mr. Jones, the sitcom about a chimpanzee who becomes a public accountant. Or C, Quincy. 
The sitcom about an elephant who owns a peanut stand. I feel like I've heard the name Quincy as a sitcom, but not for an elephant. So now I'm second guessing myself. Uh, I feel like chimps were used a lot for TV back in the day. Like I know there was one where like a there was a secret agent kind of show, but with chimps. Uh huh. So I feel like chimps are very trainable. So that's a big advantage there. Okay. I feel like that could go also then for orangutan because thinking about like um, Dr. Doolittle and before then uh, there was another one. But those were movies. Yeah, but I mean, you could try for a sitcom. It's a political advisor. Eh, Then again, that doesn't sound like something people would be like, oh, yes. Mm. I don't know, though. A monkey gets into politics. There's something there. Mm. An elephant who owns a peanut stand? Sounds a bit nutty. Yeah, but you have to remember, these are sitcoms. They're not very smart. That's that's the big thing, though, is you have to be able to make a series out of it, which is the main thing I'm putting against the chimp one, is that he becomes a public accountant. I don't think there's all that much material there. Yeah, but you have to... I think the orangutan gets into politics... That's material. I can also yeah. see Quincy being one. I mean, it's an elephant who owns a peanut stand. You know, a peanut stand could be anywhere and, you know, could be at a baseball game and then it's throwing peanuts at people. Um, it could be a traveling peanut stand. I don't know. I mean, they're all they're all viable, you know, situations. Like They're you, also you can, all ridiculous. Yeah, you can write off public accountant, but I mean, The Office was a TV show about everyone who was selling paper. Okay, listen. There's a difference. That I'm just I'm just comparing. <laughs> you know what? Just for the heck of it, I'm gonna go with Quincy, just because I okay. believe in the elephant. Okay. I think the orangutan. I'm going with Mr. Smith, the sitcom about an orangutan who becomes a political advisor. All right, and the answer is Mr. Smith. Damn. Yes. Hey, even though it's funny, because at first I was like, yeah, you know, orangutan, but then I think yeah. the political advisor part got me not wanting to. It's the 1983 NBC network sitcom Mr. Smith. It ran for 13 episodes before being canceled. Yeah, I can't imagine that would have made it far. Yeah, but that was a real show about a orangutan who becomes a political advisor. So, Oh my god, they gave him little glasses and a suit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright. Oh, he's a talking orangutan, too. Oh, heck yeah, he is. Okay. Which sitcom is real? So, number two, Tommy, you have one point. Kimmy, you have zero. Damn. Uh, w- which one is real? A, The Flying Rabbi, the sitcom about a rabbi who can fly. B, The Flying Monk, the sitcom about a monk who can fly. Or C, The Flying Nun, the sitcom about a nun who can fly. I want to know why they're all flying. What's with this? Only one truly flies, though. This is true. This is true. One of these is real. I want to see a flying nun, but I feel like something about a rabbi who can fly, like just the fact that it rhymes, mm. is points in its favor for me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like the outfits, like especially maybe like throughout like the years of what rabbis, monks, and nuns wore. To see if something could help them, only because I feel like clothes would be an interactive thing for it. You know? Because mm. if you're wearing... I don't know yeah. about the monk, yeah. because the monk has too much layers, so I feel like, you know, and they have no hair, so it's like, beep. nope. Yeah, I think clothing is... that. That's an interesting way of looking at it. I mean, rabbis do have, like... Don't they usually, I'm not, I don't know the last time I've seen a rabbi, but... Well, I mean, knowing the sitcom, it's probably going to be like an orthodox rabbi, you know, where they wear the black garb and the top hat and everything. That's what I was thinking, but I was also thinking like facial hair, like, could that be a factor? Mm. <laughs> That's a good question. Why would that be a factor to flight? <laughs> the, the, the little hair tur- curls that they have on the side could be propellers. I feel like monk is a little too broad. Mm. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of different kinds of monks, so I'm kind of leaning away from that one. I'm definitely between monk and, and nun. 
or sorry, Rabbi and Nun, but I gotta lean towards Rabbi on this one. Why? I think in the 70s, 80s range, Rabbi was considered kind of a wacky character mm. that they could put in. Yeah. And I feel like it, it it's kind of the setup of like a priest and a rabbi walk into a bar, right? Mm. I'm I think I'm leaning more with the nuns just because I'm thinking, you know, with what they had to wear, I guess I'm thinking like what they had as a headdress like type thing could possibly help. So I'm going to mm. go with none. All right, final answers? None. What do you mean it could help? I don't know. Like it could help, like air. Again, I'm going based on me and my my way of doing things is based on what they wear, and you know they have it to where they have the cloth could maybe be like a cape for them. I don't know. I just like the idea of a flying rabbi comes up and you're worried about aerodynamics in this situation. <laughs> I know, I'm going with aerodynamics. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. So you guys are. I'm going with the rabbi. Okay. The correct answer is. The Flying Nun. And Kimmy, I wow. I thought it was genius that you thought about the costume because the ABC sitcom, which came out in 1967, which ran for three seasons, which is over 80 episodes. Three seasons? Yep. Damn. It, it, it was set in a convent in Puerto Rico where one of the nuns could fly due to the fact that she weighs under 90 pounds and has a cornet that can catch the wind. Ha-ha. So it was part of her what? suit that could catch the wind. See, oh my god. See, I wanted to go by that because I was just like, even though I could see a rabbi also, I feel like the aerodynamics have to help yeah. them go in this case. You were spot on. Also, do you guys realize who the actress is? Yeah, it's Sally Fields. Oh, but she looks so young. Yeah. What? Are you watching her zoom around? Oh, I'm not seeing that, but I just looked uh. to see the image, but now I want to see her fly around. But... I'm just, I wanted to go by aerodynamics more because I was like, you can't just have them, like, I feel like they wouldn't back in this time just be like, ah, oh, superheroes and stuff like that. So it's like, mm. I feel like there has to be something that helps them in a way. Oh my goodness gracious. All right. So it's one for one. She, oh, wait, what? She weighs under 90 pounds. That's, that's the excuse. Yeah. Why doesn't every child float away on the wind? <laughs> well, it's because they don't have the hat. They don't have the hat. You're right. All right. Just give him a tarp. Your kid will fly away. God damn it. Okay, what's the next one? <laughs> All right, one for one. Next one, which is real? Is it A, My Father the Boat, the sitcom about a bank accountant who buys a boat, which is the reincarnation of his dead dad? B, My Mother the Car, the sitcom about an attorney who buys a car, which is the reincarnation of his dead mother? Or C, My Boss the Plane, the sitcom about an ad man who buys a plane that is the reincarnation of his dead boss. What the hell? Who came up with sitcoms back in the day, I feel like? <laughs> this is, one of these this is, is real. hard. Yeah. Because in a way, I kind of would believe all of them, especially after The Flying Nun. <laughs> I got no aerodynamics feel like... for this one. <laughs> I feel like the plane it, it works a bit for me just because the boss if the boss was introduced early as mm. a wacky character and he's a crazy dude and then you know this guy has a plane can, an, can a guy in advertising buy a plane he's an ad man you know at certain points in history they made a lot of money Maybe if he's selling Marlboros or something, mm. I could see it. But what does he need a plane for? What does he need his own plane for? I don't know. Business trips, I guess. I also feel like the dad being a boat could be heartwarming in a way. Mm. Maybe they went out fishing a lot. Now he buys a boat, tries to relive that, but the boat itself is the father. Mm. <sighs> I just want to know how he knows that they're parents are reincarnations of inanimate objects does it talk i don't know god damn it samuel i mean i'm i'm never gonna get any closer to this i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the boat 
I'm going to say the car just because I feel like a motherly thing. Well, no, moms are not as funny. I'll go with boss. Okay. All right. Are these your final answers? Yeah, because I want to be the opposite of Tommy, and I don't think the mom would be as funny. All right, guys. It's actually my mother the car. Son of a bitch, I had it. Oh, my God. Ugh. So it, it's generally considered one of the worst shows ever made. An attorney buys a secondhand car only to realize it's his dead mother reincarnated and she can talk to him through the radio. One, oh, that makes perfect one sense. One episode saw her get drunk on antifreeze. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it actually starred, it starred Dick Van Dyke's brother. Oh. Yep. See, I just... I don't know. There was something about that that I was just like, meh, you know. Well, again, worst sitcom ever made. True. When you said that, like, it sound, <laughs> it doesn't sound funny, yes, because it wasn't. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no one said these were good sitcoms, no. Um Well, Sally Fields, The Nun, was three seasons. Yeah, three seasons and 80 episodes. But this one just was a fun. All right. Yeah. I just... What network was... Is it NBC? Because... That's two in a, That's two for NBC. Where was the Flying Nun? Uh, uh, ABC. Okay, so two two losses for NBC, one for ABC. Yeah. All right. Although apparently the Flying Nun ran three seasons, so maybe that's a win. I bet you it's pretty good. Well, for sixty standard, nineteen sixty-seven. So for sixty. Now they got Sally Field, so yeah. They had to get somewhere. All right. It's 1-1. One, one. You guys lost one. So we got two more. Which one is real? Is it A, Bosom Buddies, the sitcom starring Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari, two men who disguise themselves as women to get into the Susan B. Anthony all-women hotel? B, Buddha Bros, the sitcom starring Woody Harrelson and Anthony Thompson, two men who get shipped out to a Buddhist convent in Tibet while trying to avoid being hunted down by the mob? Or C, Soul Sisters, the sitcom starring Whoopi Goldberg and Janet Jones, two women who join a gospel choir uh, to try and fund their blooming bookstore. I am almost positive that it's Soul Sisters. I feel like I've heard of Whoopi Goldberg being in something called Soul Sisters. I think I would have heard. Woody Harrelson isn't old enough that I wouldn't have heard about Buddha Bros. But he was in Cheers. <laughs> Trying to stump him now. I'm just saying he was in sitcoms. He was. I I know he was in sitcoms, but if he was in one this outlandish, I feel like I would have heard about it just because he's still so present, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then bosom buddies. I just don't buy they could make a whole sitcom out of it. It sounds like a C level comedy movie. It sounds like, it sounds kind of like white chicks for white people. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going Soul Sisters on this one. Okay. I don't know. Jimmy? The hard part with that, when I think about it, the Soul Sisters is for the fact of it's so closely related with Whoopi Goldberg in doing, um, shit, what's the movie? Sister Act. So I'm like, I don't know if she did both. Ooh. Shit. You know what I mean? Because it yeah. just sounds yeah. like it's like one that gets you. I feel like the main thing that's really putting me off of Buddha Bros is the title. Because it feels like a riff on Soul Sisters. And I don't think that they really use the term bro that much back in any time that Woody Harrelson would have been doing sitcoms. Okay. Well, that just leaves bosom buddies. Which I can't really prove is false right now, but <laughs> I want to believe it is, so I'm going Soul Sisters. Okay. Uh, I don't think the Buddhists were that big, so I'm not going Buddhists. No offense to Woody Harrelson. And also, I've been reading about Woody Harrelson and his dad, so I don't think he was as popular when he was younger, if I'm correct. I don't know, though, for sure. But I feel like 
If you're going to go Soul Sisters, I'll do Bosom Buddies because, I mean, crap. I mean, look at the cast on it. Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. There's no way, right? But I feel like Tom Hanks did some weird... Am I thinking Tim Allen right now? No, Tom Hanks. Which one It was in the one with the carpenterness? Was that Tom Hanks? No, it's not. That was that was Tim, <laughs> Tim Allen. Allen. Oh my god, I'm getting t- Tim Allen did Home <laughs> yeah, Improvement. He did Home show. Improvement. Oh yeah. god, Tim Allen, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. I don't know Tom Hanks' history. Oh fudge me, man! Why'd you do this, Samuel? <laughs> I really don't want to go with Soul Sisters, but I feel like that's the only one that does make sense. But it's too closely related with Sister Act. And also, Whoopi Goldberg hosting holding a bookstore doesn't seem right. I don't know right. why. I'm yeah, just gonna. Like, go- it does I'm, seem like a sitcom, I'm, though. I'm, g- I'm gonna give you ten seconds. <laughs> I'm just gonna find. I'll go Soul Sisters with Tommy just to because the other right. ones sound too crazy. The correct answer is Bosom Buddies. No. Yep. It ran for two what? seasons. It starred Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari, two men disguised themselves uh, as women in order to live in a female-only Susan Benny Anthony hotel. Is it really Tom Hanks? Like, Tom yep. Hanks. Yep. Tom Hanks. Oh, my God. Yep. This is real. The, the, this is the best-reviewed one yet. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, uh, Woody Harrelson and Whoopi Goldberg, real people, I made up Anthony Thompson and Janet Jones. Those people don't exist. I was gonna say I don't I, Anthony Thompson. Yeah, Janet Jones. Janet Jones. Well, I think it's because the Whoopi Goldberg got us there. I think I combined yep. Janet Jackson with someone else in my mind, and Janet Jones just made sense. Yep. Like I was just so focused on Whoopi Goldberg, I didn't even think about it. I mean, they yeah, I and then say. Anthony Thompson. I think I was thinking of Anthony Hopkins, and then combined him with someone, and I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, oh Bosom Buddies was real. All right, so you guys, Kimmy's got one, Kimmy's got two, Tommy's got one. You guys both lost two. Uh, this is the last one, and this one's gonna be a stumper. So, which one was real of all the sitcoms? This one's for the win. Was it A. See Kyle, the sitcom where Hitler is a private eye? battling his own prejudices as he solves mysteries in a bustling 1970s New York. B, Kyle, oh, no. Honey, I'm Home, the sitcom where Hitler oh, no. and Ava Braun live next to a Jewish couple. Or C, Kyle, <laughs> This, the sitcom where Hitler is an action-packed superhero fighting crime in a crime-ridden metropolis. It's all Hitler. This makes it so hard. <laughs> and they all have Kyle in the title. I'm... I'm honestly leaning towards Heil Honey, I'm Home. Uh-huh. And I I honestly think I might have heard of it before. <laughs> okay. It sounds familiar. Okay. I I don't think it's I don't think it's the private eye because I don't think anyone's gonna buy Hitler fighting against his prejudices and becoming more open. Uh-huh. And I don't think it's Heil this because I think that Hitler as a superhero would very quickly raise yeah, he, 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 public ire. He could be like an anti-hero, too. It doesn't really say that, though. It says action-packed superhero yeah, fighting no, crime I know, I know. in a crime-ridden metropolis. In this, I feel like Hitler's very much just too much the good guy, and I, I, don't, I don't think it works. Okay. See, the, the reason why I can't... And I don't think it's sitcom. Um, see Kyle, the reason why I can't do that one is because I know it's another, it's a phrase that I feel like they wouldn't, in my mind, because it is a, like, Hitler phrase, they wouldn't use it as a, like... Well, it's a, because it's a... Well, it's, it's a, it's a planet, it's seek it's Heil, Heil, because Sig Heil is the thing, but then seek Heil, because he's seeking the truth. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm justifying this, but... <laughs> It sounds close where I'm like, I don't know. And then between the very last one is out completely for me because superhero stuff was not really as prominent, I feel like, because mm, I, there's a whole thing with my dad growing up with sitcoms and he even was just like, 
he doesn't believe superhero stuff. So I'm like, I feel like they, they didn't have they had, much. They had the Hulk and Spider-Man and Yeah, Batman. but it was more cartoons. And then yeah. when they, they had those ones, they were very rare. They're not going to be something, especially this niche. They're not going to, I feel like, yeah, do a but superhero. But one West of these Batman. is real. Adam West Batman was different. Batman was a huge thing. I feel like the ones superheroes they had were like the main ones. They didn't have like the off-center ones. Like, uh, what is it? The superhero movies were shows where it's like the ones that are not name brand ones like Batman, Hulk, you know, Captain America. Mm. You think about things like the Runaways. Yeah, but that's now more. Right. I know what you're yeah. saying. Well, yeah. Oh, you were um, meaning like that as an example. That's where I'm just like, if it's not like the name brand back in the day, like, you know, popular comic, it's like. Well, I mean, this is different from just like a hero you haven't heard of because it's someone you have heard of being a hero unexpectedly. I feel like, well, I also feel like you can't necessarily discount C, discount C. Kyle on just the name because these are all a play on C. Kyle, right? Yeah. Because they all use Heil in it. True. Hmm. I just, I, the and superhero one is not, in my mind, I would see being real. So, I say. That's the one I'm discounting the most as yeah. well. I feel like. I feel like. The, you go. I was going to say, the Hail, Honey, whatever, Honey, I'm Home, makes me feel like it's an I Love Lucy type thing. Because it's like, Lucy, I'm home. Right? So, I know that was it, something. All right, I'm going to give you guys 10 seconds. Uh, I'm going, hi, honey, I'm home. Seven. I'm going to agree with that only because I feel like it's an I Love Lucy type thing, and that did really well. Four. All right. The correct answer is, hi, honey, I'm home. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I'm happy about yep. that. There's uh, <laughs> a sitcom about Adolf Hitler and Ava Braun living next to a Jewish couple. That's it's the whole thing did it last long uh i don't know how many seasons it lasted but it was a british television show and it, it was 11 episodes 10 of which were unaired yep <laughs> that was a real thing so they got through one episode and got immediately canceled well i feel like anything you do with hitler is gonna be also it was a little ahead of its time this was 1990. <laughs> That's so much later than I would have expected. Yeah. So, Kimmy, you win with three, and Tommy has two, and I stumped you guys on two. I had I had fun this writing these ones up. This was hard because you just expect a higher quality out of television, and I don't really know why, but you do. See, no, the, the, the I can see them trying to play off as Hail Honey, I'm Home, as I Love Lucy, if I'm looking at it in a way. Oh, if yeah. they could have kept going. I want to point out that the reviews on this show are significantly better than My Mother the Car. It has twice the IMDb score. You found something so obscure that I would just never think of things being real. Yeah. But I stumped you. I stumped you on two of them. So. You did. Yep. Very proud. Yeah. It was good. So that's that's the quiz for today. I hope you guys had fun with it. I did, even though I also am like, damn... Whoever decided to make certain shows really, really put them out there. Then again, if you think back to now, I guess you can't judge, but damn. Like, my mother the car. Like, who decided this is a good idea? Who okayed this? Yeah, it really seems like uh, just anyone can make a terrible show these days. Right? Yeah. So listen, subscribe, and rate to And Friends <laughs> on opishows.com or wherever you find your podcast. Just search Radio Misfits. That's it for the anniversary special. Happy anniversary. Be here for the next year's anniversary special. I feel like Kimmy and I are safe, but Samuel, I feel your job is in jeopardy. Uh, anyways, if you want to listen to more or go down your own trip of memory lane, uh, listen, subscribe, and rate and friends on opishows.com or wherever you find your podcast. Just search for Radio Misfits. And I always say, but go on Spotify and follow us there because that is the best way to find us. You'll get notifications every time an episode comes out. It is the greatest. Just search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com, which is hippo spelled backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. In fact, Tony Lasano. He doesn't even exist. He hasn't been real. He's never been real. That's an anniversary secret. I thought I'd tell them. Why are you spilling our beans? 
I can't believe you actually gave that up. I I just thought after a year, you know, I thought we just let him know it's it's an opi trade secret. But he doesn't exist. He's actually multiple people. It's kind of a mantle that we've passed around through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've each kind of taken a turn being Tony. Yeah. Um, it's easier to have someone to blame. But yeah, I mean, for in terms of this show, Sam's always kind of been Tony. Uh, the other two of us haven't really had to take on that mantle. Thank you. And our distributor, Ed Silla, with Radio Misfits. Great talk. Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. It's the show. Radio See Misfits. you next year. We're not going to have another episode until another year. So we're gone forever. Bye-bye. Happy anniversary. Nah, we'll be here next week. <laughs> ah. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity minutiaman interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right. one place to find out, and that's celebrity minutiaman interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Mystery. If you missed Los Losano or Los Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> Don't I th- blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. That's <laughs> got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the for, for the sun or the snow or right. whatever. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny in seven days. <laughs> and like yesterday, it was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically... We do seven-day forecasts, and right. I go, well, seven days, it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days. <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So has the Earth been knocked off its axis? I, I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's exactly what we'll go with. <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lawsano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lawsano or whatever the f*** it's called.